Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, the Monday, the day before the 4th of July edition. Lots of stuff to talk about. Well, a few things to talk about. Jamie Foxx with your LSU gear on. Yeah, I'm. Uh, What's up, man? I'm supporting the Tigers today. Go uh, Tigers! Even though they're they're completely out of it, everything is over with. Um, Did you get that on sale, by the way? Uh, it was it was the best price ever you ever saw it. It was free, uh, given to me. Uh, I had to have certain garb when I got out of the hospital, and this has happened to be one of the few things that would fit around me. So, uh, yes, I'm in the. Uh, is it a medium plus size uh, nowadays? Um, but I am making it, and uh, happy fourth to everyone. A little a day early. Uh, you have just, I'm, I'm surprised pitchforks and knives weren't outside the studio as you managed to, uh, you and Mark managed to, uh, in, in, insult every, uh, every, uh, travel ball dad and mom. Only the morons. <laughs> Only the morons. Only the so, morons. So they're saying, uh, you know, so anyway, they're, uh, they wanted to, I saw some of them give me the Hawaiian symbol of peace and everything as you came in. So, uh, uh you're back in town, obviously. And so you, we want hey, to. Hey, we are never short of an opinion, J.B. Fox, <laughs> no, no. as nor are you. So, no, you know. Well. Don't uh, don't don't clip your angel wings just yet. Well, uh, here's the thing, um, I Terry, you and I have. I just figured this out the other day. You were talking about kids and you know parents having. My child is so you know he's this. He was he made the travel balls. Here's the thing. You don't when, make a travel ball well, team. When you're the father of Sean Fox, you the expectation. I, I got to give my son credit here. He never set the bar too high from the beginning. So I was never really too disappointed. I mean, there was what does he excel in? You pay enough money. Well, well, I was three hundred miles away, so I really couldn't take the coach on or anything. And probably when they saw me, he would pummel me like a pineapple. Hire your own. But uh, no, he never. I don't think we ever saw any in any particular area. Uh, in other words, athletics, mm, not really. Um, school, uh, should we hire a tutor? No. Uh, should we? Is he? You know, is he good at robbing stores? Well, not not really. He doesn't like guns that much. Um, what was it? And he just uh, – it was just this kind of steady train of mediocrity, all these – the developmental <laughs> years. And uh, then he decided, well, he can talk good. And that's uh, that's kind of how it ended. So, anyway, you got – now. Uh, a man that the, knows his strength is, is that's just it. incredible yeah, this day and time. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You just uh, – so now he's riding the crest of a mediocre career and and, uh, and doing well. And but your kids on the, I mean, good grief! You got one in the you know army, one a, a daughter that's outstanding academically. I don't know how that happened, and a younger son, uh, John who, Michael, who is just a tremendous athlete and a good student. And they take probably, after their mother. Yeah, I don't. I mean, y'all, we give Terry a hard time, but he's 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 birthed these outstanding children. So I think they'll all be contributors to society. Uh, Sean. Um, well, Sean pays his taxes. I'll say that. He pays his bills on time for the most part. Actually, so. he and I agree a lot more than either one of us are comfortable with. I know, and it bothers me. It bothers him, too, and yeah. it bothers me. Yeah. We're like, man, we agree. And i got to rethink my position all the time. Yeah. Actually, I, I've enjoyed getting to know him and Nick White, you know, Kramer, all you guys, Centoria, for the professor, Nick. I mean, everybody from Kendrick and Tabor all the way down the line, uh, Nick Brown, are great here at, at uh, ESPN. Hey, I do have something for you here, though. I wish I could tell you, though, that this was a well-oiled machine. It's just like, oh, who's going to – oh, okay, he'll be on. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's just a cornucopia of who's going to show up. Well, it's, we, like, we it's, it's like host bingo. Yes, yes, it is. I mean, it's like I'll guest take, host bingo. Yeah, I'll take Kramer for 200. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, so let me tell you this. And this We might start seeing this. You know, we talked here a while back about the – University of Arkansas was going to allow concealed carry permit holders into the football stadium. Yes, good, good right. move on and, Arkansas. And yeah, part, so yeah. They, the, the NCAA and the SEC is like, eh, not so much. Well, a pretty interesting uh, side note to this. Now, this is in Brazil, so it's a little bit different. You know, football is a big thing down there. Uh, this, you know, communist kickball, basically. No offense, Tabor. Actually, offense, I don't care. Anyway, there was a Brazilian soccer referee – 
that was calling a, a professional game. The middle of the match, one of the players punched the soccer official in the face. Really? Yes. Imagine that. And so they show a video of the referee looking at him, and you see the referee jog off the field behind the goal where the referee had his stuff. The referee comes back with a gun. <laughs> this is San Paulo, Brazil? Yeah, and so he brings a gun and a pair of handcuffs back toward the player. Oh, by the way, did I mention the referee was a police officer? You just popped the police officer in the face, and the player, Marcos Lopez Verreta, don't ask me to say that again. It's 4th of July. Marcos, that again. Yeah. Yep. He fled. This, he ran out of the stadium with the referee chasing him with a gun and handcuffs. <laughs> oh, well, see, here's the thing. I like this because it, it really takes it out of – this is should happen in the NFL because that, this way uh, – Goodell doesn't have to get involved. I mean, when you when you take when you get the cuffs and the gun, that kind of the middleman is kind of taken out of the equation at this point. So you can pretty much make the arrest right there on the spot, uh, throw him in the slammer, and and all is good. You know, don't worry about suspensions. He's not. He's in jail right now. now. now yeah. Now you got to see. You got to see the video of this guy. He's out there. He's running with his gun toward <laughs> this guy. Now here was his quote. Here was the referee's quote. I took the handcuffs so that everyone could see that I wasn't going to use aggression, but I was going to take him into custody. And the dude is running with his gun out like Don Johnson from Miami Vice back in the 80s. You know, this is a way to bring law. Uh, I think this really uh, – and, and who better than our good friends north of the border in Arkansas to have concealed carry? If, if there's any group of fan that I want to see armed, it's the Arkansas fan base. Um, I, I have a lot of faith in those folks, uh, Suey Pig. Um, they are good. Uh, I bet uh, Belima doesn't uh, want them armed. Yeah, no, I think, well, Belima, not, if they go 8-4, and four, he's okay. Uh, What's th- the odds of them going 8-4? and four? Um, uh, yeah. Average, average. Um, about about is, is Sean Fox discovering uh, splitting the atom, yes. Um, but here's the thing. when you If you do this in the, uh, let's just say the NBA, which, by the way, is just so drama, it's nauseating. It's, it's ESPN is gone. It's twenty four seven now, and I'm sorry. I, I don't. Not that I don't like the NBA. It's just gotten to the point of my gosh. It's like a, a reality show, and um, so now, if you have the NBA, a guy go off in the NBA like Jaja uh, or Igadala or, or whatever. That, you know, names half the names that you know you and I and four beers can't pronounce. Um, why why don't we let the, the referees be armed? And then the guy gets, you know, he tries to get in his face. Because, I mean, you're face it. You're like 6'10", 6, and you're, 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 you know, a guy, what is a referee? 5'9", five, 5'10", five, maybe on a good some day. Some of these dudes are pretty big. Some I mean, of them. But, I mean, you know, okay, you know, here's the gun. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Back down. This is how I think the ref should be armed in the NBA. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. How about a taser? Would you go with a taser? Oh, absolutely. Any kind of anything that can get these guys to bat down, cut the drama off, cut the whining and carrying on. Uh, no, I'll tase you behind. And if you do this, you're, you know, boom, you're done. You know, you're you're out of here. I'm going to tase you and let them try to pick the – by the way, a little aside here. <clears throat> Happy Fourth of July to everyone. We had a shooting at the Lions Den, speaking of guns. I saw that. Out on uh, – Or I read that. Out on 594. And – that's my, that's my old neighborhood, man. Yes, and we had a young a gentleman on uh, Plum Street in Monroe walking uh, sans clothes the length of Plum Street. That's one way to show your independence. He was hot. Yes, that's what I thought. Well, it was hot. Uh, he was showing his independence early. Um, and often. Yeah, I believe drugs and alcohol were involved. I'm not 100% sure. But in both these cases, I think drugs and alcohol. You think he involved. would be a patron, maybe, of the new arena that they're building? Would, uh, would I, you have a, se- a special section for that? I don't like his odds of buying a ticket, yeah. uh, ex- including uh, paying for milk at the grocery store. So, um, yes, we have uh, we have new. So, who says things? Who says fireworks don't begin early here in, in the, our fair city, uh, the twin cities? I mean, we have uh, naked people walking down the streets. We have gunshots already fired. Uh, what in the wide world of sports is going on? Um, so why not arm, you know, 
There's Second Amendment rights here. In this arm country. the officials. I hate to tell you, but I'd say arm the officials. If it can happen in Brazil, and he was not trying to be like he said, he all was right. just trying to get the guy's attention. In all seriousness, I, and I know we're making some jokes here. In all seriousness, because I know a bunch of officials at, at various levels. What's as crazy as people are these days? Tell me how far fetched this is, and I'm being very serious here. How far fetched is it in a high school football game? Or a college football, but high school because the proximity and there's really no big security entourage around officials. How crazy is it for somebody doing something insanely stupid and attacking officials? Yeah. Seriously, how crazy is it's not that far fetched. And if you're an official, because the official ranks are just depleting daily because people don't want to put up with all the garbage that they're going to get mm-hmm. because uh, folks i'll tell you what as a high school official in any sport you don't make a whole lot of money normally these are people that have coached or played the game and want to give back to the game stay in shape a little bit make a little bit of extra money but they're not making a fortune doing this it's how a thankless job jamie how far-fetched is some person you know my son was showing me this on this snapchat app that you can, it, it shows you geography where people are that have that. How hard is it to find an official's home or, or place of business or, or what have you? Because some of these people are just deranged in, in terms of their fandom and support. In all seriousness, how, if you're an official, would you be concerned with your safety these days? Without question. And I think you've spoken to several. I mean, you, you, and you were familiar with it because, and partly responsible for, you know, for organizing and bringing, uh, you know, security to your games, um, and we've talked. You to gotta them. have security these days. And even locally, some of these, uh, some of these uh, officers who are, you know, providing security for high school, they're a little nervous these days. And I can understand why. Well, you have no metal detectors. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about this area. There's no metal detectors. If you don't think that there are guns at every high school game in the state of Louisiana, that you're, you're, you're you know, you can put your head in the sand. It's not going to matter. I mean, there, there's there's weapons everywhere. Yeah, but at least Arkansas is giving you full disclosure. Well, saying. I mean, you know, in, in, in terms of that, I would much rather sit by a concealed carry holder than I would just somebody else because those guys are not felons. They had to go through courses. They had to do things. Does that mean they're always right? No. But it means at least you know that they're not a criminal going in uh to that situation but so yeah it's scary a lot of these situations where where people you know go to any youth game in any sport people lose their mind they do and i think where this could be particularly dangerous would be at a uh at a professional venue um throwing the alcohol factor oh, the chicago bears fans are notorious uh, uh they've been bad so long i mean you know oh well and they're you know they're they should get free beer to but i guarantee principle. you that uh that stops them from pouring the beer and putting out the cigarette on your shoulder uh, when you pull a 45 and go, I don't think so. That stops that uh, pretty quick. That's the end of the argument. And um, they pull out their AK-47. Yeah. And then you got the well, Wild Wild West. In Chicago, that's a possibility. But um, So what was it? Like it's a gun-free zone, by 40, the way. 40 people shot over the weekend. We're not even to 4th of July yet. In Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. Unbelievable. Yeah. And it's a gun-free zone. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans a close second. They're, they're uh, we're we're neck and neck. Yeah, crazy stuff. It is, but I think uh, as far as the uh, should should people be concealed carry at, at games? I don't know, but uh, at, at this point, I bet that guy sent a message. The the guy in Brazil. Yeah. Don't don't mess with the officials. Well, he's getting charged. By the way, he's going to get suspended, and the other guy. Oh I think no, I think he ought time. to be. I think he ought to be man of the year. Yeah, as as a general rule, officials can't pull guns on people. Uh, even if they get punched in the face. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. We're going to do a remote uh, when he gets doggy daycare up and running out there. Maybe try to get an interview with Fido or, you know, talk about their favorite sport, dog frisbee type stuff. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be uh, posh. Groundbreaking. Just give it a shot. Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. Groundbreaking. Anyway, go by and see Dr. Weber. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. If you love and care for your pet like I do, get him the best. Go see Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. You're welcome to chime in on the hotline. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762. When we come back, if you're planning a wedding this fall, we're going to give you the days not to do it. 
according to the college football calendar. ESPN back with Memento. Our 4th of July sales event is going on now at Brennan Dodge with huge discounts and great financing options now through July 5th. Take advantage of savings like 4000 off 16 Jeep Wrangler, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3750 in rebates on 17 Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. There may be other rebates you qualify for, so call for details and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. James Gentry Trucking, a family-owned and operated trucking company for more than 50 years, is currently looking for motivated Class A CDL drivers with at least two years on-the-road experience. Great West Coast routes with consistent miles and fuel economy bonuses. New and assigned trucks, home every week, and potential for more than $60,000 a year. Benefits including health insurance. Accepting applications at the Fairfield Inn and Suites of Ruston all day Friday, July 7th, 8 to 5, and at gentrytrucking.com. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. 2017 Bulldog football season tickets are on sale now. Join us in Ruston for seven home games that include marquee opponents versus SEC Power Mississippi State, an in-state battle versus Northwestern State, and conference foe Southern Miss. Save up to $84 when buying season tickets and be eligible for a tour of the new press box. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or latexsports.com slash tickets to secure your season tickets today. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for area. Hot and humid conditions with a 30% chance of rain today and a high of 92 degrees. Party cloudy skies, mild temperatures tonight and low 74. Mostly sunny skies on tap for tomorrow and a high of 93 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling on the Monday edition. The unarmed Jamie Foxx. Yeah, the unarmed Jamie Foxx, the July 3rd, 2017 edition of The Edge. This segment brought to you by friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, so I'm doing my public service here, Jamie. Fall weddings. Uh, and, no, I'm not getting married. Uh, please pull over and take notes. Yeah, pull driving. over and take notes. These are horrible for college football fans, uh, for the guys especially, because you got all the football games going on. So we're going to help you this morning. If you're trying to decide a date to get married in the fall, first of all, why would you get married? Second of all, well, none. if, if you get past the first one, you can listen to us on this. If we can't talk you out of it at this point. Yeah, you're probably too far gone. At least get the day right. Yeah, at least get the day right. Uh, If you miss an important college football game, it can just really bum you out. You don't want to be standing at the altar going, man, I wonder what the over-under is on the Texas-BYU game. you got to be focused. Yeah, you got to be focused, or at least briefly. Uh, So here's some dates you should not get married on. Week number 13 of the college football season, November 25th. This is Thanksgiving. We're going to go back and. Yeah, I'm going to kind of go through the worst days of the year. This is the worst day to get married. Well, it's the 13th. Uh, That's an unlucky No, November 25th. It's week 13 of the college season. November 25th. November 25th. Uh, If you're a sadist, you're going to get married this weekend. Uh, Number one, it's Thanksgiving. So you got family coming in, and some of which you like, some of which, yeah, not so much. You tolerate. So you got LSU, Texas A&M. You got Kevin Sumlin likely coaching for his job against LSU, and he's like over the century against LSU, even with Johnny Menzel. Uh, It's a pretty hectic travel weekend. Uh, So some bizarre things. So you've got uh, the Iron Bowl, Alabama, Auburn. You've got Michigan, Ohio State. You got the Civil War, the Apple Cup, and so that's a bad, bad time. Maybe the worst day of all. Uh, it's the worst, worst time of them all. Um, 
if they schedule your wedding on this day, if if your wife to be schedules it, maybe this is a good time to reevaluate your relationship status because what individual schedules their wedding on that day? That that's this telltale sign that there needs to be additional counseling before you tie the knot. You uh, you need to see a marriage counselor if she suggests okay November twenty fifth sounds like an ideal day. Oh no, honey, I think we need to look into this a little bit further. Yeah. And then just explain to her what, what Terry just did. I mean, all you got to do is right there in front of the apple. That alone should tell you that you may It's the Iron the, Bowl. The Iron Bowl alone. LSU, Texas A&M. Now, I know it's a tradition. LSU throttles A&M. But Michigan, Ohio Michigan, State. Michigan, Ohio State. The granddaddy of, you know, I don't know. It's, it's something. But anyway, think in mind, jot this down. November 25th is a no. Um. Uh, not a good day. Here's the the second worst time. It's going to be September 9th. Now, normally week two. No, remember we have the great week one, just major games. And week two is like, oh, my dear God. Yes. Week two this year is actually pretty good, Jamie. Uh, so you don't want to get married September 9th. Uh, you know, I don't know everybody around here gets fired up about this, but Penn State and Pitt is usually a uh, at least you get a mild interest well, in it. From the Keystone State. But yes. the nighttime, oh. Ohio State and Oklahoma. Oh, we'll see. That's going to be pretty good. Stanford, USC. Always a classic. Auburn and Clemson. A classic. Uh, The Holy War, Georgia and Notre Dame. Well, who wants to – why would you not – why would you get married on a day to see Notre Dame get beat by Georgia? And and then the the Nick Brown. Sorry, Mark Kramer. And then Nick Brown will be watching Boise State and Washington State. I got to pull for the Pirate. You got to like Mike Leach. Well, don't don't throw – don't forget Arkansas and TCU that day. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. That's a pretty pretty good one. And then you've got, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, we can't throw LSU. That's they they play Chattanooga that week. Who? The Mocs. Ah. Yeah, that's in Tennessee. In case for for those you know, geography if, challenge. If 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 Coach O loses that game, will they fire him like by halftime? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they'll probably he'll probably be done by then. Um, so September 9th, not a good one either. So we have another date for you. September 2nd, week one. Now, we've always talked about week one being Week one good. is never a good week to get married. No, it's not it's a good week. It's too hot, number one. Now, now, this is legitimate opening weekend. You know, the week before that, we have Stanford against Rice. I, I, I think, like, the reruns of Friends would be better. Uh, that's Yes, but there's some very intelligent young men on that field. Yes. Do, you really care what, do you really care what the engineering major's GPA is? Uh, I can't even spell engineering. Exactly. Stanford and Rice, yeah, that doesn't count. So, <laughs> your star for college football, only Nick Brown would do this. Like, Ohio State and Indiana would feel like a marquee matchup. You're so star for college football. But opening weekend, here we go. We got Michigan and Florida. That's sort of the appetizer, right, before the the marquee, that's the main a, event. Is that in Gainesville or in? Uh, I think it's in Gainesville. In Florida State, Alabama on Saturday night. Wow. Jimbo so that's, that's, and Sabo. Uh, yeah, a love fest. Um, yeah, so that right there, those two alone is enough to say, uh, call the church, call the minister, cancel, tell the choir, no thank you, we'll do it another day. You got another one that for that day or uh, – those two alone should be, but yeah, so, I've got one. So the first of, two weeks in September are out. Yeah, they're out. They're uh, out. You know, in November 11th, that's week 11 of the college football season. Uh, you got Florida State, Clemson. That would be a bad day because that's going to be a playoff eliminator, Jamie. Yeah, you got to see that one. You know, if Florida yeah. State, especially if they lose to Alabama, right, to start the year, that'll be their second loss. They're done. And so that's a. You got Notre Dame and Miami. You got the Catholics versus convicts uh, part. 40 million. Georgia and Auburn. LSU against Brett Belima in Arkansas. Now, LSU goes to Arkansas this year. Um, TCU in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Iowa versus Wisconsin. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, yeah, Iowa. I'm not even going to start on that one. Uh, week three, the first three weeks of the year, Clemson and Louisville. Now, that's an entertaining game. Clemson and Louisville, week three, September 16th. Oh, that's that. You remember last year's game yep. was a Donnie. I mean, that was unreal. How about Tennessee and Florida? Oh, always a classic. Is, is Butch Jones, is his, are his pants on fire? I mean, is there is there heat on him this year? Uh, I would say the uh, seat is warm, yes. Toasty. And so Florida, uh, again, remains to be seen. Is Florida becoming a bigger rival for LSU? 
Yes. Especially given baseball, the bad blood with football last year. And well, they've got to play in the next two years in Gainesville, so I promise you it'll be nasty. All over a hurricane. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But September 16th. So now we've gotten through the first three weeks of September, and I think we can eliminate those three well, days. Well, you, you got even more games on the 16th of September. you got Miami and Florida State. That'll be an intro. Oh, yeah, That'll can. be a recruiting oh, battle. Absolutely. And then Texas and USC. Oh, well, that, that, that seals the deal. Fire Tom Herman. Fire time. And so that's like six games you gave us. You are all scintillating on the 16th. So we've gotten okay. through the first three weeks. And, honey, I'm sorry we uh, can't uh, can't have the, the, the wedding on the first three Since weeks. Since we're September. a full-service show, I'm mm-hmm. going to give you – we told you the dates not to get married. We're going to give you the dates to get married the weekends now. I, I think that's only it looks fair. looks like September's pretty much out. Septem- nope, September 23rd. All right. Uh, you got some, some solid non-conference games. Uh, the maybe, but but there's nothing like just earth shattering. Maybe the best matchup would be Texas A&M and Arkansas. Yeah, I think uh, Notre Dame and uh, Michigan State's probably the headliner. All right, yeah. well, you're getting into yeah. you're getting a dicey territory yeah. here now. You know, uh, but if you talk about Notre Dame and uh, Michigan State, yeah, they won seven games combined last year, so they're coming back off a pretty poor season. See, Terry, that's your problem. Play. You don't you don't understand tradition though. That's 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 just a traditional matchup. Uh, Midwest powers. Uh, I'm going to say here. Here's what you've left out. Uh, you're leaving out Alabama and Vandy. You're, you you did mention Arkansas and a And M. I'm going to throw Auburn at Missouri. Florida. Does Missouri still play football? Missouri, kind of, sort of. All right. If they got any things, just uh, checking. Georgia, Mississippi State. Eh. Kentucky, Florida. Eh. Kentucky's going to be good this year. Uh, Wait, did you just say Kentucky and football in the same is, sentence? Kentucky is going to be the surprise team in the East. I'm not going Tennessee this year. I'm going Kentucky. I, you know, I will, I'll buy into that, yeah. Jamie. I'm going I'll Kentucky. Buy into that Last year I went Tennessee. This yeah, year you went all in on Tennessee. I went all in, and they uh, kind Yeah, of, by week yeah. three they were done. Uh, who does Tennessee play the way? UMass, the improving mental, min, minute men. Uh, I guess South Carolina hosts Louisiana Tech that day in Columbia. I'm going to go ahead and take Tech on that one. Uh you're going to give me some points? I think the, I'll give you points. I don't know if Tech's going to beat them, but it, it could happen. Uh, we mentioned A&M, Arkansas. Uh, so here, I, I, I just don't think you can pencil in the thir- the 23rd yet either. Uh, well, the, the next weekend, the 30th, not mm-hmm. very good. Uh, Ole Miss and Alabama. You think Saban is going to make a point just, in that game? Just stop right there. That's, <laughs> that's been a classic for the last two years. Yeah, I don't think Ole Three Miss quite years. has the horses on this one. Uh, Georgia-Tennessee is interesting, and Clemson and Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, reasonable interest in there, but not not the ton of games. All right, here we go on October twenty eighth. So we can we can can we safely say September's out? Just uh, to be sure, because there's a few there's a few highlights. Or would you go the twenty third? I would go the twenty third. All right, so if you absolutely or the thir- actually, I would go the thirtieth. The right. the best game you're going to have is Georgia Tennessee. All right, so what we're saying here is you absolutely have to get married, and she will not back down in the month of September. Choose the thirtieth. Well, here's, if you want to roll the dice, you can do it on October 28th. Now, there's a chance you're going to come out okay. There's two big potential games. But by this point, uh, you got Georgia and Florida. But at this point, neither one of them might matter. I mean, they might have lost enough games where, you know, it's just a, eh, we're playing. I think that's going to be a classic. There's also a decent shot that Penn State is going to lose to Michigan and then gets crushed by Ohio State. Uh, at home after coming off a bye because Ohio State is just waiting on Penn State and they're coming off a bye and last year you know that yeah so interesting stuff here uh just trying to help I mean we're being beneficial to our audience lack of college football it's gonna be fun it's coming up sooner than you think gonna go ahead and take a break we come back Jamie and I'll get into all kind of other things including would you buy some dirt from Tim Tebow's batter's box. Well, there's a f- affiliate, a minor league affiliate that's selling dirt for Tim Tebow's batter's box. <laughs> Go figure. Tell me they're not desperate. Let's see ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx's segment brought to you by friends at Pyworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Back in a minute.
Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new less calories, less carbs, and totally crustless 8-inch pizza bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-inch pizza bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau Insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in the ESPN, the 977 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on the Monday before the 4th of July. I hope you guys have barbecues and all that kind of good stuff ready to go. Jeff, what are you doing for the 4th of July? I probably will be uh, just like most people. I'll be out uh, enjoying the grilling or something with. Now, are you watch somebody sp- grill and. Are you going to spend over or under three hundred dollars on your on your? Oh, meal? it will definitely. <laughs> you got that a little little shot there across the bow pre fourth. Um, <laughs> that will I will spend under quite a bit under three hundred. Okay, uh, I still miss that three hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> Don't know where it is. It's okay to return in an unmarked envelope in my mailbox. You know where it is. Uh, so that would be fine if you wanted to return my 300 I will probably spend it, uh, uh, yes, enjoying family and friends. I will not be partaking in any adult beverages, uh, which is okay. Uh, you know, I had a, a reputation of liking Kentucky Tavern, which is. What is that? Basically, it's embalming fluid. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, I found that out to be, it's not, it's not easy on the colon, uh, stay away from, uh, it, unless you're a, a true connoisseur, but they, I knew, I knew there was something wrong with that. They said, listen, you mix it with Coke and it, and it you know, it really, believe it or not, it's okay. $5 and 23 cents in the grocery cart at, uh, Tenori's, a fine sponsor of our show. That's what it was selling for. And I thought, well, Hey, at that price, why not get two? Uh, yeah, unbreakable bottles. I mean, little, little plastic bottles. Any if unbreakable? If it's if it's Sounds in plastic, like a challenge. I mean, I'm not a real you know aficionado of the of the booze, but I think if it comes in a plastic, it's not exactly top shelf. I mean, I'm just that's just is it like box wine sort of? I think that it, you're right, Terry. That's a very good analogy. I think uh, plastic bottles for uh, for liquor is uh, pretty much the equivalent of wine. Uh, plastic box, though, I understand, is an award-winning. Uh, I, I don't how did know. we get off? I guess we're thinking ahead, trying to. Th- I'm just trying to figure out what you're doing. Maybe for the we should have drank before we came on the air today. I don't know, but well, we, speaking we of dr- speaking of drinking, we actually uh, Mark and I talked about that on the morning drive. You know, Marshall University is now adding alcohol sales, beer sales, mm-hmm. to uh, the general offering, if you will, at their football games. And you know, my my thought was, you know, does Washington and now Nevada. In Colorado, do they have a special weed section for their game? Especially if your team's not very good, you know. Do you, is is that another? Is that a revenue source? Is that a funding source? I'm thinking you could probably get Domino's Pizza 
or somebody pretty easily to sponsor that type of deal. But I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, you could have a, a Betty Crocker. I mean, you know, brownies and yeah, things like something. that. Uh, yeah, you could throw in a throw in a pot section. I, I think um, Taco Bell is just a natural. Yeah, I like yeah. forty seven tacos and a diet coke. Well, let's let's look at this as a revenue producer, here. dude. Uh, let's say I guess your average beer is going to go for what about three bucks here. Um, in where, Washington, where it, are you buying beer at? No, I, they they sell it for about three bucks. Yeah, at a bar at ULM. Oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, at least they did. That's uh, Brian Wickstrom. We miss you. Three bucks is pretty good deal. Yeah, that was it a, sounds that was like a, that was a good deal. Yeah, he got that, and they have no. They've had no problems with it. I um, told you about how much I paid at Cowboy Stadium. About seven. No. How much? Uh, I had a friend of mine that we went to the very opening night. It was a Monday night football game to open Jerry World. Had a friend that called me up. Hey, I've got. A bunch of tickets or several tickets. You want to go? I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. And so they're playing the Carolina Panthers. So right. we get in. We're on like the 45 yard line. I mean, it's it's nice, right? And so <clears throat> I'm going to be nice since he paid for the tickets. I'm going to go get around. There's four of us. I'm going to go get some. You know, I think I got like some nachos, a popcorn, a soft drink or two, and four beers. How did you get all that back to the seats? Very carefully. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a talented individual. Well, yes. At any rate, Jamie, I had to pull my credit card out. You want to give us an idea? Yeah, it was over a hundred dollars. What? Yeah. It was over a hundred dollars. Over a hundred. I bucks. looked at the register. Of, you know, you know how you 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 have your so cash. What were those beers like? You know how you have your cash. Beer? You know, yeah. cash in your hand. You're in. I see the total. Like, okay, I gotta have to use a credit card on this one. Yeah. And so I bought a round, and then the other guy that was with us bought a round. I came back, and my eyes were like saucers. He goes, what? I'm like, uh, you'll find out next round. By the way, I want a Corona. And I don't really drink, but I was going to make him have For to For that kind of – those I, beers, I think they were like $9 each. Those beers should have been the size of a funnel. No, they were like nice, normal aluminum can. That's their big thing now in the stadiums, yeah, aluminum. the aluminum cans, right? which I think they make them smaller. Well, that'll turn you into a teetotaler quick. Yeah. Nine bucks and, and, I mean, I'm not a beer. I, you know, I'll have yeah, a beer every once in a while or something with friends. and yeah. or what. I, I had a mixed drink with my wife the other night. We went and ate at a little Italian place here. 17 bucks. And, yeah, I mean, I had a – you know, I thought she was going to fall out of the booth because I, mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a mixed drink. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I, it's just yeah. not my deal. But, anyway, I'm going to tell you who needs to be drinking. Some of our coaches uh, are on the hot seat. And first and foremost, your guy, the number one guy with flames shooting up his backside going into 2017 football, your boy Butch Jones at Tennessee. Not so fast. I think uh, I think Butch is going to turn it around this year. Now, by turning it around, I think he'll win just enough uh, to keep the Wolves at bay. I think he knocks off Florida again this year. Uh You've got, uh, I think the one that's maybe in a bigger conundrum would be Kevin Sumlin. Well, we're going to get to him. Yeah. We're going to get to him. But, you know, your boy last year, Butch Jones, and I know we got a couple volunteer fans out there. Yes. Butch Jones, they started the year off 5-0. and Remember they played the game. Who was it? Middle Tennessee they played. Who was it that they, they should have lost to early on? Appalachian State. Appalachian State, and there, there was the fumble, non-fumble, no, they whatever. They gave it away. I yeah. mean, it, they didn't win. And so they start out 5-0, and uh, and then they tank at the regular, into the regular season. They finish the season 8-4, and including a loss to powerhouse Vanderbilt to conclude the season. Hey. Now, you got to understand Tennessee, and I had an uncle who's a huge Tennessee fan. Tennessee fan views Vanderbilt like LSU views any other state school in Louisiana. A little bit of snobatorium. Now, LSU is like, do they even play football? Who are they? It doesn't matter who it is. It'd be Tech, uh, Lafayette, uh, it it doesn't matter. Nobody, LSU just kind of looks. That's the way Tennessee fan views Vanderbilt. And when Vanderbilt beats them, yeah, they got to live with that all year long. So I think your boy Butch, now he's four seasons, Jamie, 14 and 18 in conference play. Yes, but he's recruited very well. Jamie, they got a new athletic director. Who is that? Who's got no connection Wasn't to Butch Mike Jones. Hamilton. John right Curry. Never heard of John. Uh, uh, and so, again, when we talk about new ADs, new presidents, football and basketball coaches, contact your realtor. All right, let's go. Let's go the over and under. Let's just do the first six games. All right, and because uh, we'll move on, and let's see what uh, where Butch is standing on. Uh, he opens Tuffy 
toughie because the offense they run at Georgia Tech for the opener, September fourth. Uh, then they at host, Georgia Tech. It is at Georgia Tech. It, it's, uh, I'm going to say win, close win. Uh, then they come home and play the Sycamores of Indiana State. That should be a win. Two and zero. Oh. Uh, at Florida on two and one. Hosts UMass. Three and one. Georgia at home. Three and two. South Carolina at home. Toss up. Okay. Three and three. Maybe after six four and games. two, three and three. Four and two, best case. I you know, I I don't think they beat Georgia. I don't think they beat Florida. I don't know. Um uh, they got a better chance to beat Georgia, I think, than Florida. I think beat, Florida's gonna be pretty good. They beat uh, they beat Georgia on a miracle last year. Uh that was the Juwan Jennings catching yeah. the end zone. I think Florida's gonna be pretty good. Uh well, yeah, I mean, Georgia, uh, but apparently Florida, I don't think Florida would have brought in Zaire or whatever, Malik, whatever, from, from Notre Dame if they didn't think they had the quarterback. They're probably not comfortable with Franks or uh, Del Rio or uh, the kid Trask from Texas. Uh, would LSU take any one of those guys? Yes, yes, they would. <laughs> or their uh, little brother. <laughs> How about a neighbor that lives down the street that knows them? Well, you know, here's the thing. We, we don't know. We don't know, is LSU going to have to, is it going to get to the point where they're going to have to go with one of those true freshmen? You know, Narcisse or, or Brennan, I hope not, because they're, I don't think either one of those guys are ready. But uh, you never know. I mean, heck, the, the kid at Georgia last year was a true freshman. Look at Alabama. Jalen Hurts, true yeah. freshman. Yeah, and everybody else transferred. Yeah. And now they bring in a guy probably better than he is from yeah. Hawaii. So. From, hey, uh, by the way, when I was over there, June Jones, uh, is now the athletic director is at he? Marcus Mariota's high school, St. Louis High School there in Honolulu. I've heard of St. Louis High School. Yeah, June Jones tried to go back. Well, is June's about what is he? He's got to be pushing ninety now, huh? Uh, he's up there. He's up. He there. tried to get the Hawaii job when it opened again, and they wouldn't hire him back. Beloved really? in Hawaii. Oh, he is. And then he left. And Norm Chow experiment didn't work. No. So they went with Nick Rolovich. Yeah. You're probably related to Nick Rolovich. Probably. Yeah. And so, anyway, so your boy, Butch, on the hot seat. Okay. I'm trying to think now, who is number two? Who, you know, and we could we could talk about number two. I'm going to tell you maybe Kevin Sumlin. I don't know. I, You know, I, here's the thing. I, I don't know what, you know, I don't know how much Trevor Knight's going to be missed. I think he will be a lot. Um a&M may be one of those schools that gets a fifth-year transfer here at the end because I don't know if their situation at quarterback is very subtle at all. They they got some talent. And the five back. stars roll out of there like a revolving door. Oh, they got A&M's. I, how about uh, Jim Mora at UCLA? You think he's uh, – uh, Maybe. I, I, I want to stay with someone here for just a second. Okay. You remember the first year they jumped to the SEC? They had Johnny Menzel, Kevin Sumlin. They just got, he's a rock star. They're 11-2, and two, beat Alabama. A.J. McCarron throws the pick in the end zone, or Alabama beats them. Uh, Johnny Mazzell wins the Heisman Trophy. They stomp Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. Right. Yeah, things hadn't gone so well since then. They're 33-19 and 19 over the last four seasons, but the problem in the SEC, they're 15-17, and 17, including being whitewashed by LSU. Well, obviously, you know, the athletic director's pretty much gone on record as saying he's got to produce this year, and I don't know what produce means. I don't think that means 500, 7-5, 8-4 is good enough. I don't know. Um, you know, I could definitely see him going 500 or 75, but, uh, it, it, a lot of it depends. I mean, you know, if, what kind of play they get out of the quarterback position, do they have to go with, do they have to go with a true freshman? Can Chavis defense stop anyone? Well, you know, that's, that's a big question too. And I think, uh, uh, you know, A&M's coming here and gotten some good kids out of this state. Yes, they have. Well, here's the kicker on, on A&M. You know, last year, because you had a lot of the people there in A&M wanting to make a run at Tom Herman because he was the flavor of the month, especially since Texas wanted him. Kevin Sumlin had a $15 million buyout last year. Really? It drops to $10 million this year. And so is that a factor? Um, I don't know. know. I think, uh, you know, A&M's had to put a – I think uh, it's about three years ago they put about $450 million into their facilities. Yes. So when you put that kind of money into it, you expect – A return. Results. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – I think those two that you mentioned, Butch Jones and Kevin Sumlin, 
Watch that the first half of the season. See if they're still on board. If they yep. are, I think they got smooth sailing. Yeah. But. And we got a couple others to talk about. We return. You'll see ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. A segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Give him a call, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Put him on your side, folks. Back in a minute. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Our 4th of July sales event is going on now at Brennan Dodge with huge discounts and great financing options now through July 5th. Take advantage of savings like 4000 off 16 Jeep Wrangler, 6500 in rebates on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn, 4000 in rebates on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Diesel or Gas, 3750 in rebates on 17 Grand Cherokee, and 5000 in rebates on 17 Chargers. There may be other rebates you qualify for, so call for details and don't miss our 4th of July sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, the pre-4th of July edition of The Edge. Make sure you guys stay tuned this afternoon to Sean Fox and the Sports Company. They'll break down some stuff for you as well. Always entertaining. They're on the hot seat. Yeah, they're on the hot seat. We're all on the hot seat. Yes, we are. Speaking of hot seats, we talked about some coaches out there, and you guys are welcome to chime in, 888 Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. We talked about coaches being on the hot seat to start the year. I think Butch Jones at Tennessee, certainly Kevin Sumlin. Here's another one for you. How about Rich Rod at Arizona? Uh, Rich Rodriguez, it's his third season as Arizona. Uh, he went 10-4, and four, won the Pac-12 South Division, got a spot in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, it hadn't been so good since then. He followed that up going 7-6 in 2015. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's not bad. He Last year he was 3-9, and nine, he won one conference game. Well, more importantly, guess what? He's got a new AD he's working for, so that makes it even Tick-tock, tick-tock. TikTok. Don't Rich answer Rod. the phone, Rich Rod. Gosh, a Rich Rod would have gotten that job at Tuscaloosa. He took it, by the way. At Alabama? Took it for about 24 hours. I think they're happy with their <laughs> Yeah, it worked out very well. It worked out very well for – and uh, so it was uh, – and, and kudos to the late uh, AD there who stuck with uh, Terry Saban and was in her ear and she was in his ear and it all worked out very well. It would be amazing how uh, amazing how these uh, coaching searches end and begin and so forth. Uh, quite interesting. Well, here's another one, and, and this goes into the file of be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. 
Texas Tech, who is, you know, and I know people in our area are not as familiar with them maybe as some other, you know, more southeastern conference schools. But, you know, living in Texas all the time, you get to be somewhat familiar with the Red Raiders. And uh, they're almost like A&M in the sense that their football was largely mediocre. I mean, you know, you would have some spikes every now and then, but largely not very good. And so you get the pirate out there, Mike Leach, which made them interesting. All of a sudden, he's like the crazy mad scientist designing up plays. They're beating Texas. They're beating Oklahoma. And he got into it with Craig James' son. He banished him in the cruel punishment. He made Craig James' son go sit in an air-conditioned equipment room as punishment. In the dark. In the dark, where he had video games he was playing and snacks and sodas. At any rate, Craig James went crazy, and uh, they ended up firing the pirate. Mike Leach, he's rebounded since to Oregon State. And suing the stew out of him. Yeah, and I hope he wins. Cliff Kingsbury, who was uh, the prolific quarterback that they had, was hired in 2013, a lot of excitement. He was returning to lead the alma mater, and uh, he was energetic, young, good-looking dude, so the recruits' moms loved him, and he was perfect, but, yeah, things hadn't went so well. Uh, in his fifth season, he is 24-26, and 26, and in the putrid Big 12. And when I say putrid, I mean Oklahoma has been pretty good. Kansas State – Okay. Texas has been a dumpster fire. Baylor has been pretty good, but that's going the other way now. Uh, they're 13 and 23 in the Big 12. This is year four or year five? This is year five. I him. believe if he wins six games, he stays. I mean, he's a, he's out his alma mater. The players, you know, they want him. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly what he has to do, but I think he gets a little bit of a longer rope simply because he played played there, but not much. I mean, if they go 4-8, and eight, it could be a little different. Yeah, I, I think so. It could turn. And, and another big one on the hot seat, we talked about this one last year, is Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Now, Brian Kelly's a couple years away from playing for a national championship, albeit a fraudulent uh, national championship. You know, Notre Dame being in that game was as fraudulent as Monte Teo's girlfriend. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm Scotch-Irish. I'm pretty sure Brian Kelly's Scotch-Irish. I can't stand that Scotch-Irishman. Uh, I don't understand. I, it, it, this man is easy to dislike. He makes it easy. Well, I don't like Notre. And, and I'm sorry, Mark Kramer. I just, I, you know, the Notre Dame Network, the the, the dancing leprechaun, the, a little elitist yeah, for you. A, a little. My gosh, them in Texas, and Penn State. Where else? Michigan. Michigan. Oh, the Ohio State. The University. Ohio. Yeah. Oh no. Don't you just 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 admit it a little bit? Don't you kind of love to see those guys lose? Yes. When when and when they went four and eight last year, I was hoping it was three and nine. And when somebody like Air Force beats them, I absolutely celebrate. I absolutely get giddy. I'm sorry. I mean, but I mean, and Notre Dame Kelly is a good coach, but he's. I think he's. Uh, if he goes four and eight, five and seven, I think he's gone. I think the fan base, and again, I think they're starting to listen to fan bases probably a lot more than they should. And that's when Nick Saban leaves Tuscaloosa and goes to goes South to North. Notre Dame. Oh, oh God, right you're on. gonna have, you're gonna have Alabama fan driving off the road right now. I've already had my car keyed. Uh, so let me ask you this: There's two more that comes to mind, and, and the big one. And uh, thanks, Steve, the Ole Miss coach, our boy Hugh Freeze, in the middle of number one, they're not going to have a very good year. I mean, the NCAA has set them up for that. I'd be surprised if they, you know, what, what's a good year if you're an Ole Miss fan this year? I mean, five and seven. If you can somehow go five hundred or yeah. close, six and six, at six the and best. six at best, yeah. be bowl eligible and go to, you know, like to some minuscule bowl somewhere. Let me throw this one at you, and this is an interesting thing because I've had a couple people text me. What is a number where people start talking about Ed Orgeron being gone? I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But is there a number of wins? Let's just say he wins eight games. Restless. Restless? What Restless. if he wins seven? Is there, a, is there a scenario by which he could pull the Greg Goff? <laughs> Nine months later, too, you're gone. No, I think I think um I think easily you know, I think it, it, you're already hearing the high water mark being nine wins. Nine and three, it would be everybody would be giddy. Um, and they were going to fire Les Miles for winning 10 a year. Yeah, and Les won 10. Um, Is this Philip Fulmer part two? 
No, because I think of the people he surrounds himself with, and I think what he's he's he knows where he's he is simply a C. I know this is hard when we're talking about Coach O, but picture him as the CEO or the face of that program. He is basically turning over both sides of the ball to his coordinators, and why not? Um, and that's what he needs. And I think he's realized through his uh, situation at Ole Miss, and I, he's he's spoken openly about this. He was way too hands-on. He was trying to be in every every meeting room, every and he, he you know some players some days he worked the players you know into the dirt. They didn't have any legs in him, on them. And he's 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 adapted his his practice schedule after Pete Carroll. Now that doesn't necessarily translate to success, okay? Just because you've you've pra- you've patterned your practice schedule after Pete Carroll because he's not Pete Carroll, but. Um, I would say even eight wins keeps people pretty happy. Um, but, again, you're, I'm like you. That, but then you could say that about maybe Kirby Smart at Georgia. He's been there one year. Yeah, or they start – dang, dang near lost to Nichols last year. Should have lost to Nichols. Should have lost to Nichols. Should have lost – and they went – you know, they had, a, they had a, you know, some lucky wins in there. So I think you just got to get your feet wet. The thing about it is uh, what, what I don't feel comfortable about is the same thing – the game you're down you're down three with twelve seconds left, you know, and clock management comes into decision. Where's Matt Canada at that point? Is he on the sidelines? Is he up in the box? Is somebody there on the sidelines with O? I mean, I just I don't know. I mean, I think O is. Can we bring Les back for that? Uh, Les is going to be the new baseball coach at LSU after Maneri gets oh fired gosh. this year. Could you believe Les. those people? Unbelievable. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you got to let the, the, the you got to let it work itself out. This will be his first year. Had they beaten Florida last year, uh, I think things would be a little different. Yeah, uh, I do too. People would feel a little more comfortable. Yep, I agree. They played. A, had he played a full eight games, he was five and two. He should have been. You know, had he beaten Florida and, and had that. You know, and the, all that worked out, and he, he basically would have lost to Bama ten to nothing. Right. People would be absolutely ecstatic. Now I'd say the jury's still out. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Steve text in not the first year, but back to back seven or eight se- win seasons. They're going to get nervous. None tells us Ole Miss is banned from the postseason, which I, I think they did everything but get the death penalty. Uh, Orgeron is fine unless he goes four and eight or worse. Well, Freeze did what he was supposed to do. He went and recruited a bunch of really really good players. And you got Shea Patterson, and but he, I think uh, obviously with the NCA saying this, they said, well, this is what you, what you had to do in order to get them. But if you're Ole Miss, do you really care? I mean, <laughs> yes, you do actually. Well, I mean, this has been going on at everywhere for so long. It's just harder to get away with it. They got caught. Yeah, it's harder at Ole Miss to get away with it. Yeah, anytime you it see is. a team jump up that's not supposed to win. You can bet the boys from India are going to be making a trip down there and start doing an investigation. Yeah. Every time. You better. So the key is like, let's say, for example, Baylor under Matt Rule gets real good real quick when they basically wanted to, they did want to shut him down. You don't think the NCAA is coming? And he's already brought in a bunch of Texas high school coaches on his staff. He's already recruiting very well. You see what his strength coach he brought in from uh, Pennsylvania did? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He got popped for solicitation of prostitution the first week he was there. Terry, let's not. Get, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. I mean, you know, details, details like that. We can work around. Hey, that. he's new in town, right? He's new. He listen. He's he's just checking out the landscape. I mean, it's different. Yeah. Well, he ain't checking out nothing now. He's gone. They got rid of it. Baylor on a very uh, supposedly Jamie. We'll talk about this later on the week. Baylor's supposed to release all the findings uh, of the. That's going to be interesting. I don't think it's uh, it's trending in a good direction. There's a reason they haven't released it so far. Yes, so. and meanwhile, North Carolina's uh, is protracted another ten years for academic fraud. But anyway, yeah, and, there, and Campbell's on double secret probation <laughs> because of North Carolina. Jamie's been fun today, man. I appreciate you as always. Thanks to our sponsors, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Are the sponsors, Mr. Bobby Manning, our friends at Spa Neville. The perfect gift, folks, anytime, any day. Spa Neville, Lemmy Lane in Monroe. Our friends at GB Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Tower Drive in Monroe. And Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, 
that operates our text and hotline. For Jamie Fox and John Tabor, I am Terry Walter. We will see you on Wednesday, folks. Have a great 4th of July. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.